everyone, and welcome to another episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. I know this has been kind of long in the tooth, waiting for the next next episode to come up. Had a lot going on in January, believe it or not. At the end of January, I took a little trip with my hubby down to New Orleans and uh, visited with some friends and had our wedding ceremony down there, so had a lot going on there. Uh, had to get ready for that. My goodness gracious, that was a lot to get ready for. And it's been cold! Oh my goodness. Yeah, if you can go out and get your vitamin C uh, or D uh, by enjoying the sun, please do. Uh, we're looking forward to another snowstorm come, possibly coming in. Uh, in the meantime, it is 40 degrees out there, and I want to go out and enjoy a little bit of sun before we have another storm come through. Anywho, before I do all of that wonderful nonsense, uh, I've just been uh, trying to kind of take advantage of my New Year's resolution before I say the heck with it and move on to other things. So things like getting rid of my, uh, what do they call it, UFO, unfinished uh, fabric objects. So I've got a pile of uh, things that I cut out that, or even things I haven't cut out that I uh, kind of acquired through osmosis uh, from other people that I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is. Sewed it together, I'm like, oh, look, it's uh, one of those Renaissance butt pads. I didn't remember cutting this out, come to find out that it was a little piece that I had gotten from a family member. I was like, okay, well, we'll set this aside and try to figure out what to do with it later. Uh, anywho, so found that I still have two skirts, two bustles, uh, a vest, um, and, of course, soaping hats to work on. So I've kind of put the soaping hats to the forefront so I can get those knocked out. Uh, yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to offer those on the B3 Handcrafted site soon. So if you want to get your soaping hat on and look pretty sporty in a hat rather than wearing one of those disposable hairnets, yeah, you can. More to come on that. Hopefully soon. Anywho, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is the... Soap Challenge Club. Uh, first of all, congratulations to all the winners from January. I didn't get a chance to kind of touch on that before. Uh, the registration is now open for the February and the March challenges until Monday, February 10th at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll include a link in the comments for you in case you want to take advantage of that. Uh, oh, sign up for Jan February is only $12.95, and it covers you and your collaborator. Um, more to come on that if I'll include the link so you can kind of look into that here. Uh, so, oh, it's like a collaborator challenge. That's pretty cool. But the nitty and the gritty in this, the grand prize is a $50 gift certificate. Second place is $35 gift certificate. Third place, $25 gift certificate. Sponsor's choice is a $20 gift certificate. Uh, to where the formulator sample shop that's where so go check it out see what they have available there uh, the March one is a clamshell technique um, oh the uh, collaborator technique is a beginner technique the clamshell te technique is intermediate uh, let's see, the registration on that one is from March 2nd to the 9th. Submissions are open from March 9th to the 23rd. Voting is from March 24th to the 27th, and winners will be announced on March 28th for everybody to kind of be, like, jealous. Yeah. Uh, they're not having a, uh, challenge in the month of April. <coughs> Pardon me. Um... Yeah, there's a lot going on in April, so I'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, with the February challenge, it looks like um, they really don't have a lot of information past uh, the 
challenge opening up uh, February 10th at 2 p.m. for the registration. Oh, or... Oh, you could do February and March for $22. I'm sorry. I should have done a little bit more perusing through this, but I can't find my glasses. Yeah, so... Oh, deadlines. February registration. 3rd to the 10th. Submissions are open from February 10th to 24th. And voting is from the 25th through the 28th. And they're going to announce winners on the leap year day of February 29th, 2020. Yes, we've got a leap year this year. Anywho, I will include a link down in the comments for you again, so you can take advantage of that. Uh, next, I kind of wanted to touch on an email that I had received. Uh, I thought you all might be interested in uh, whether or not you got the email is of whether or not you signed up for them. Uh, but Debbie May, who has been running Wholesale Supplies Plus, um, she stepped down. Uh, she now has uh, a new um, president and CEO of Wholesale Supplies Plus. Not she has, but they hired Sam Solomon as the new president and CEO of Wholesale Supplies Plus. Uh, and she provides a, a contact for him. It's Sam at WholesaleSuppliesPlus.com if you kind of want to reach out and say, congratulations, welcome to the sinking ship of once you get into this crap, you will never want to leave. Um, but yeah, so you can still keep in touch with Debbie May. She's not going away. She's just kind of taking a step back from that, that part of the day-to-day -day so that she can spend more time with family and... Um, She's going to work part-time doing all that good stuff. So congratulations, Debbie, being able to kind of transition. And welcome to the ship, Sam. You're going to love us. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Anywho, um, one thing I wanted to kind of catch everybody up on is I have been testing. Uh, it didn't fall off my radar. The Sweet Paprika CO2 Extract in soap. Supposedly, it makes a beautiful natural red. Yeah, and it does. So my first experiment with it was very interesting. Um, my mistake in that one is that I did not add any sodium lactate to the soap. So it was very difficult to get out of the mold and left a wonderful um, pasta sauce ring around my mold. Yeah, so I'll always know what I use that mold for from now on. Yeah, that was fun. It looks like pasta sauce. The first one just totally looked like pasta sauce. It was so funny. Um, it moved. Let me tell you, this: the sweet paprika CO2 extract caused my soap to move. Uh, now, in that one, I used uh, two tablespoons of the CO2 extract. I uh, felt it was a lot, so I um, made a smaller batch of soap because I made way too much the first time around. Uh, I used 22 ounces of uh, oils, and that was way too much. I was like, oh? Okay, so I took it back, and I used 10 ounces my second time, and I was like, look, if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. So I did my recipe. It's my standard recipe with uh, colloidal oatmeal and kaolin clay to anchor the scent and also for to kind of make your, your skin feel good. Uh, and I used uh, the sodium sodium lactate to keep it from sticking to the mold. It's basically salt. It's not not anything big to worry about there. Uh, and it helped. Boy, I tell you. And I used only a tablespoon of the um, sweet paprika CO2 extract. And it behaved much, much better, much cleaner. The first batch I pulled out after 24 hours and... 
it was a hot mess because uh, I noticed day one it wasn't so bright and vivid and I ended up with soda ash. It was just a hot mess. Um, I decided the next time I was going to do it, I was going to really kind of buckle down and handle it like I handled one of my regular soaps. I didn't, I videoed the first one. And let me tell you, it was a hot mess. It was funny. Uh, second one, I decided, all right, I need to focus on this, make sure that I do it right. I mixed the extract in with my oils, so I had that all ready to go. Um, I infused sweet paprika into grapeseed oil. I honestly don't think that's necessary. However, um, I think I, I would need a lot less sweet paprika oil uh, or the sweet paprika extract. I really don't think you need that much. Um, I'm almost half tempted to give it one last try with my 10 ounce batch and just do uh, a teaspoon and see how it behaves with a teaspoon. My thought is that maybe I'll still be able to get that bright and vivid red uh, with less. That way uh, it kind of answers my end all be all question with that and then I could just kind of put it to bed. Now I did have a conversation via thread with uh, a wonderful woman by the name of Joe. Haslauer, and I apologize if I butchered your last name. I uh, don't know if she'd be listening to this, but if you are, hi. Uh, and she has experience with the um, extract, so that was really nice to be able to have that conversation with her. She did say that um, it will generate an orange-red lather, which I agree it does. Uh, but the nice thing is it's going to take forever for the color to fade, so that red will stay with it for a while. Um, now she did say that, and she confirmed, I, I think I did use way more than I really needed to. Um, but she's been chasing a, a candy apple red for years. Um, so I don't think you'll get a candy apple red. I got a, it, it was very vivid red. It was very beautiful, uh, deep red, um, almost burgundy. It was really pretty. Um, I think I posted the picture um, in a video that I, the, the video that I did. Uh, otherwise, it's check the Soper's Chat Facebook group. I have it listed there. But if I do this again, and that's a big if, but like I said, the, the silicone mold already has all the, the, the uh, staining on it. So it ain't going to make a bit of difference. It's just there. Just moving on with it. But uh, if I do it one more time, I think I'm only going to do a tablespoon of the extract and then I'm calling it good. And then moving on with life. I did find that there's a place in Oregon, I believe, that sells the extract. So it's not necessary to order it from Germany to get it in. Um, I finally, finally found a place in the States that carries it. So that was nice. I'll try to find the link again. I just kind of happened upon it. I kind of stumbled upon it, you know? Yeah. So it's nice to be able to say that's done and over with. But moving right along, we got that out of the way. Um... Now, there are some conventions coming up. Uh, I was able to find four that are coming up. There's, of course, there's probably going to be more um, coming up. And if you know of any that you think, you know what, she probably doesn't know. Or maybe she needs a nudge. Like, hey, this is coming up this year in 2020. You may want to mention this to everybody. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Not a mean, not a mean. Yeah. Uh, that is your um, Monty Python for the day. 
so the conventions that are coming up that I am aware of, and I included the link so you can go to them should you be interested in going. Uh, the first one coming up right around the corner, like next month, is SoapCon in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. That looks like a lot of fun. I can't go, though. Money, you know, the, the bane of all existence, money. Uh, March th 6th through the 8th, and I'll include the link in the comments for you, so if you want to go, go enjoy that one. Um, then there is Southern, no, South. Eastern Bath and Body Conference. That looks kind of interesting, and it looks like it's in a warm area. Woo-hoo-hoo! Alpharetta, Georgia. Yeah! April 4th and 5th. That looks fairly interesting. Um, then there is, which is kind of closer to my neck of the woods, and I'm I'm very tempted. I, I may have to um, beg and plead the hubby to take a drive. Uh, this one is the uh, Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetics Guild, April 22nd and 25th in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, we'll have to see where the money kind of lies with that one. I mean, a nice weekend trip, I tell you. And then, of course, the Old Stage Apothecarians Conference, July 18th in Canastota, New York. Uh, this will be the third year I've attended, so it, if, there's only going to be a limit of 60 people. I know that for a fact because I'm on the board with that one. Um, but only 60 there's going to be enough for 60 people to attend and maybe a few guests so if you are interested and you are anywhere that you want to travel to Catastona or you happen to be in the New York area uh New York State not New York City this is upstate New York we're not talking about New York City here we're talking north hours north yeah kind of closer to uh, Rochester kind of thing um yeah I'll include the as I said before kind of broken record here yeah I'll include the link so you can go play with that um, but yeah, those are the conventions I know of, and if you know of any conventions that I happen to not know, mention here uh, that are coming up maybe later in the year or during the summer. Oh, summer, warm, yeah. 40 degrees, did I mention that? Yeah. Um, send me a message. You can either message me through the Soper Chat Facebook group. You can post a link in there for all the other people to find out about, uh, and I'll mention it in a future podcast episode. Uh, or send me a message at SoperChat at Outlook.com, and I will include that in a future episode. Uh, next on our list, uh, have you noticed that sometimes you experience soap scum with your soaps or even somebody else's soaps? I mean, it, it seems to happen with every soap. Even the stuff that's not soap, it's kind of a beauty bar or a detergent bar. One of the guilty pleasures of enjoying soaps like that. Uh, soap scum. Uh, and there's a reason for it. Uh, it's all high techy reason, examples, stuff like that. Uh, I'll include, include links for you to get your um, science on. But long story short, it is manageable. Uh, one way, that, and I kind of found this out uh, through a post. Somebody posted on soap making. It's a Facebook group. I'll include a link in case you want to go join that group. Uh, two thumbs up. Uh, but ways that you can kind of mitigate it is either uh, cleaning the uh, tub or shower or uh, sink with an acid such as apple cider vinegar, citric acid, um, like lime or lemon or grapefruit or orange, though that can get kind of pricey. It wouldn't be worth kind of putting the money on that unless you want to kind of go au natural and which, hey, go for it. If you got a tree in your yard that, and you need to get rid of some of the, the, uh, the fruit, maybe go for that. Yeah. Uh, my, or if you got some fruit going bad like I do, that might be a good opportunity. I got a couple of lemons that need to kind of find a home. Um, 
But uh, other than that, citric acid, pretty inexpensive, apple cider vinegar. You can clean the area with those and that will help kind of mitigate the scum. Uh, or, or some people add the apple cider vinegar or the citric acid or the um, juice of the fruit to either their lye water or their oils. My preference would more than likely be to add it to my oils, kind of give me a little bit more control over it, uh, only because I'm nervous about the possibility of something happening to my lye water. So just like with my goat milk, I kind of add that to my oils so that after the lye, of course, is mixed in, <coughs> pardon me, um, I think I probably would add the citric acid or the apple cider vinegar before. Um, I'm kind of leaning more towards the citric acid than the apple cider vinegar. I know people will sometimes use an apple cider vinegar wash for their hair, um, which uh, is something that ha I've seen mentioned previously. Uh, I found that uh, citric acid rinse I have a bottle of citric acid rinse in my shower that I use for my hair sometimes when I want to kind of get rid of the excess um, in, uh, scum in your hair because you get buildup in your hair. And that's one great way of doing it. So rather than having your hair smell like apple cider vinegar, you can have it smell like citric acid and kind of get roughly the same effect. Uh, I won't go into the science of that, uh, but that's an option that's available. Or just add the citric acid or the apple cider vinegar or like I said, the, uh, the fruit juice to your mix. And that reduces, I can't guarantee it's going to eliminate, but it would reduce the soap scum. So that's one way that you can kind of help with that. Uh, so I'll include two links. One is a video uh, that um, was wonderful um, that I watched about that. Marie, and I apologize, I'm probably going to butcher her name um, with this, but uh, Nadeau, she's up in Canada, uh, probably in Quebec. Uh, really wonderful woman. She's so funny to watch. Uh, and hey, subscribe. She'd probably love a few little visitors there kind of watching her soaps. She does great soaps. They're so beautiful and clean. Uh, doesn't I don't see stearic acid, a stearic acid issue with hers. Uh, sometimes I see stearic acid with mine. I'm like, ah, the stearic acid spots. Love them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she kind of goes over it. I also include a link that kind of goes into a discussion about using either the uh, fruit juice or citric acid in your soaps. So enjoy that little tidbit of information there. Um, the other thing I want to mention is... Um, kind of goes along the lines with this podcast. I know a lot of people are probably kind of doing things and have kind of something going in the background for noise to kind of listen to, be it a podcast, an audio book. Um, my guilty pleasure is throwing YouTube on my TV and just kind of having it because it's on autoplay and it just kind of goes. Uh, sometimes it's nice to be able to have that. One thing that kind of, I'm, I'm jumping shark here. I, I was kind of watching yesterday and my husband was watching uh, a guy playing video games. And I tell you, inflection is everything with watching things like that. Because it listening to somebody sound so monotone, are you going to do this? Are you going to take it next? All right, I'm going to grab this gun and do this. 
it sounds so boring. You want to fall asleep. However, he was watching a guy who was from New York. He sounds like he's from New York or Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh or something like that. So funny. And it, it seemed like one thing I kind of noticed, you heard, you heard, you heard. I'm like, that's all I, that's all I heard was you heard, you heard. Yeah, I heard. Okay, let's move on. Um, but yeah, I've decided because his videos are so long, I decided to go ahead and subscribe to his because it's nice to be able to listen to somebody with uh, an interesting inflection in their voice, even though he's saying like, you heard, that's the only thing I seem to come away with from that, but it doesn't matter. It's interesting to listen to. He's playing video games. I, I, you know, maybe I'll watch occasionally, but mostly I'm just out for the listen. So I hope that these podcasts help you with the soaping information, but also my weirdness. Uh, yeah, the reason I married my husband is because his weird matches my weird. So I hope my weird matches your weird and everybody's happy. If you don't like this podcast, well, you don't have to listen. And it's not going to hurt my feelings if you're not going to listen. It will hurt my feelings, however, you're, however if you go poo-poo me to people. Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Moving on. Squirrel. Anywho. Now, one other thing I kind of wanted to mention was uh, sometimes people want to try something different with their soaps, trying to help with sales. Um, one thing I've noticed is every once in a while I want to do something and I'm like, mm, I, I want to add a little something to this batch, like to kind of set it apart from the other batches. But what do I want to, what do I want to do? Well, I may not want to go and spend the money on buying something from a label company uh, or um, go out to the store and buy like a pack of labels to use for something specific. I may want something unique and that those companies don't supply. And that's the great thing about having um, other tools at your disposal. Uh, if you're also a scrapbooker, you'll recognize what I'm talking about here. You may have tools that will be able to complement your soaping and cosmetic creations. I have not only uh, Cricut, I have the original Cricut Explorer, the green one, uh, but I just recently for Christmas got a maker and I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do with this new toy, says Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to playing with it. I know that I can do more with the Maker than I was able to do with my Explorer. Uh, that's okay. I plan on keeping both. Uh, I kind of wish I had a bigger workspace. You know, the dream of everyone who wants a, a big workspace to play. Yeah, a place, a little section for my sewing, a little section for my soaping, a little section for my cosmetics making, a little section for candles. You know, kind of this, 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 that. Yeah, the whole house moving on. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to be able to have those extra things to be able to add to your creations. Having this, it, you don't even necessarily have to have the skill. The great thing is there are tools out there that will complement your ability to get the job done. There's a template maker, and I'll include the link for this. For making different boxes, I used it to make soaping boxes. They also have where you can kind of add, um, I used it at one point, I made a wine box. It was kind of like, all right, we gotta go to your mom and dad's house. I need a box to put the wine in. Boom, done, end of story. That was really nice. So it's a handy tool to use not only for scrapbooking and what have you. I'm not a scrapbooker. I It's not a project I wanna get into. However, it is an extra tool that I have at my disposal should I have a need for it. So 
uh, if you have an opportunity, you don't have to go out and get like the silhouette or the cricket or the, the, the explorer, or the maker or what have you. You don't have to do that. If you know somebody who has one, great. See if you can kind of borrow that through their time kind of barter. Um, or look at other options that are available. The internet is a wonderful tool at your disposal. People may have already created something that you can utilize for your crafting needs. You may be able to use it freely. They may have it indicated on there. Hey, you can use this for whatever you want. Or you may need to contact them and say, hey, I'd like to use this with a line of soaps. Would I be able to use this? And you may have to work out some kind of arrangement with them. There's also people on Etsy that have templates that are available and they'll tell you, okay, this is available for this, but not for this. If you want it for this, you'll have to work out some kind of arrangement for with me. So you have these tools at your disposal. Take advantage. All right, that's pretty much all we have for uh, this episode. If you have any suggestions for content or future episodes of The Soper Chat, please let me know. You can either do so through soperchat at outlook.com. Otherwise, uh, feel free to join the Soper Chat Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Uh, that way you can kind of see everything that is going on. Kind of an aside, I uh, only had like three entries into the meat challenge to get a free sample of the trial by fire. Um, so I'm going to look at those three. Um, if I'll give it till February, the end of February, and then I'm calling it done and I will notify everybody who has contributed. If, if they're up to the five, I think I've got five samples because um, I've got three now. Um, so that leaves two more people. And if I get more than five people that have submitted, then we'll kind of do a voting on what everybody thinks are the best meat soaps. Uh, the ones that look like bacon, I think, are the best, but that's my personal opinion. But I don't want to kind of steal the show there and say, okay, my choices are... Yeah, I want to kind of see what everybody else thinks. So if you have examples of meat soap, bacon, beef, what have you, uh, everybody see it's like a rite of passage with making soap you know you want this beautiful especially with Valentine's Day coming up and I'm hoping you've got your Valentine's soaps done because uh, it's right around the corner hello it's like 14th today's the 5th of February uh, the 14th right around the corner I'm hoping you have yours done um, but if you've had a situation where you have tried to make a soap and you were looking for a beautiful intricate design and ended up with bacon uh, post it. I mean, it's a rite of passage as a soaper. We'd love to see it. It's not a bad thing. And it could get you a little packet of trial by fire from Nurture Soap to give it a shot. That's their newest red that supposedly will not bleed in soap. I haven't tried it yet. I need to try it. My goodness. I'm out of the loop with making soap. I need to make more besides the sweet paprika. Yeah. Anywho, I will let you go and tune in for the next episode. Bye.